0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Vieques, Puerto Rico, with my new friend Kelly Cronin of Cronin'sCastles.com. She met a family on a trip to Puerto Rico, and her kids wanted to hang out more, so they followed them to Vieques. Kelly was instantly sold on the island when a herd of wild horses trotted past her on the street. In this episode, Kelly and I talk about visiting the world's brightest bioluminescence bay, taking a horseback ride on the beach, and learning about the local Taíno culture. Hear you know about these three amazing experiences, plus so much more. If you know someone that wants to visit Puerto Rico, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes and our one-page guide to Kelly's tips are available at wetravelthere.com forward slash viecas. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Using airline miles and hotel points makes travel affordable, but keeping track of all those loyalty programs can be a challenge. That's why I use AwardWallet to track my miles and points balances, reservations, and special goodies like free hotel night certificates and airline companion passes. Having everything in one easy to use dashboard helps ensure that I don't lose any rewards and makes logging into my accounts super easy. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash AwardWallet to start your free account. Hey, Kelly, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Today, we're talking about Vieques, Puerto Rico. For those that aren't familiar with it, Puerto Rico is kind of like a an affiliate of the United States, and that's like the, the bigger island. But there's another island, Vieques, that has this, like, this tremendous uh, uh, bioluminescence bay. They have wild horses. They have so many great things. And I haven't had a chance to go there yet, but just talking to you, I know we're going to be able to book a trip right after we get off the phone.
1: (laughs) I hope so. Yeah. I hope that we can host you at some point. It's truly too magical to miss.
0: That's fantastic. So what's your connection to Vieques?
1: So I didn't have one until I just happened upon it. We, My daughter and I were doing the travel hacking thing and just trying to finish out our 50 states. And one of them was Puerto Rico, which, as you mentioned, is a territory of the U.S., and so we headed over to Puerto Rico, had zero plans because that's how I like to travel. In fact, my my tagline is uh, plan less, live more. We got over to Puerto Rico. We were staying in Condado, just near San Juan. We were having a great time. Izzy met a 10-year-old that she just, you know, immediately gravitated towards. And we played all day with them. And then the family said, "Oh gosh, too bad. Tomorrow we're going to Vieques. Otherwise the kids could play some more." And I said, "Well, I don't I don't have a hotel for tomorrow. I could book a hotel anywhere." Where is Vieques and what is Vieques? And <laughs> they proceeded to tell me that it was an island and that you could get there on a ferry and I proceeded to look up all the good stuff and you know, it's only an hour and a half away from San Juan, so it was just a quick drive over to the ferry and then the ferry is only $2. And so We had this amazing sea ferry ride. We saw a pot of dolphins, which is kind of amazing. And then we got off the ferry to the most incredible place on the planet. My daughter walks off the ferry and a herd of horses trot in front of her. Just random, loose wild horses, one of which was probably owned because it had a tattoo on its neck. But otherwise, you know, just floating down the road. And then, you know, to seal the deal, we had some wild chickens hanging out with us. And we saw, you know, so many great beaches, just the moment that you walk off the ferry. And beyond that, the island was just, you know, incredibly nice. And people were incredibly kind. And uh, it was just the laid back lifestyle of, you know, of our dreams. And we got to staying there for, for the day. Ended up going on a um, bioluminescent bay kayak that night, fell completely in love with it, went for a horseback ride on the beach the next morning, and decided that this is a place that we could spend the rest of our lives if we wanted to. And uh, started looking around and there was all kinds of Sevende or for sale signs. And so that started us down the path of really looking into into Vieques as a future vacation rental place.
0: Now, that sounds amazing because like I have a seven year old daughter, and if she saw wild horses like that, I would never be able to drag her off that island. You know? So it just sounds like it's almost like they're like a, a young girl's dream that come true.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like the horse lover in me immediately recognized how great this is. And they're not just wild horses. They're what's called a Pasofino, which is a type of horse that's specifically bred for the smoothest ride. It's a Spanish horse and it's one of those things where on, in the U.S., it's very out of the norm to even see these types of horses and to have an opportunity to ride them is, you know, it's pretty special. And it's one of those things where, you know, people with back injuries who can't ride horses elsewhere can come to Vieques and really enjoy it.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so let's let's take a step back. You know, I, I'm here in Nashville and I know that, you know, there's some flights from here down to Puerto Rico and, and things of that nature, but... Most of the flights that I know of are all going to go through San Juan. How are we going to get to Vieques uh, if we're going to try to go there and see some of this amazing things for ourselves?
1: You have a couple of options. So flying into San Juan is absolutely the way you want to go. Out of San Juan, you can either take an island hopper flight from San Juan to Vieques for about one hundred and twenty to one hundred and forty dollars. Clearly, that's right now. You know, obviously, you know, flights will go up, but. There's also an opportunity to go to a nearby airport, which is about 15 minutes via a taxi, and it's a little bit less. And then there's an opportunity to go to a place called Ceiba, which is on the way, which is about an hour and a half taxi ride from San Juan. And that Ceiba either has a flight or a $2 ferry. So really an inexpensive way would be to take a taxi and then take a um, a ferry over for $2. The ferries are, are pretty fun too, you know, as long as you don't mind a little bit of a wait. That's how you would get to the island. We always actually use a transportation company. Uh, Jorge is one of the best people that I've ever met, and he's great about being on time and not leaving you stranded in Saba and just doing a real good job of of making sure that you're always there. Plus he, he runs a bunch of tours for some of our guests as well. So if you want to go cliff diving or, uh, if you want to go, you know, chomping through the rainforest to do some natural water slides, like he's your man. Oh, right on. That sounds amazing.
0: So say we, we, we either take the ferry or we take one of the planes over there. Once we get to the Island, how do we get around once we're actually there?
1: There's a variety of different places that you can rent cars from. What I would say is that you do want to rent something. You probably don't want to rent a golf cart. They're fairly unreliable and they're pretty dangerous. We see golf cart accidents just all the time. So you probably want to think about renting a car fairly early in your experience. Or if you you know, if rent at our place, we have a truck that you can rent at the same time as your rental, just because we want to make everything super easy and one-stop shopping.
0: Oh, that that sounds really cool. As far as like the the size of the island, you know, obviously talking about rental cars versus like golf carts and those types of things. Like, how big is Vieques?
1: So Vieques is about twenty-one miles by four miles, and it has one hundred and sixteen different beaches. The thing with not having a rental car is that you're really hampered by when the publico or the taxis are available. It's just not a great availability. You know, there is a taxi number, there's plenty of taxis on island. But if you want to stay out at all, or if you want to explore some of the beaches that are a little off the beaten track, really makes more sense to rent a car.
0: Definitely. Okay. Now, as far as like being able to, to drive around, are they following the same, you know, traffic laws as like, you know, the rest of the United States Like driving on the right side and and everything like that?
1: Yes, it's really interesting. So in Puerto Rico, everything says kilometers, but everything is very much U.S. traffic laws. Island driving is not for the faint of heart. There are tons of potholes. (laughs) There are wild horses, clearly. There's crazy drivers. No one gives you an inch. But if you take your time and if you do a really good job of just making sure that you don't get island road rage, you will do just fine traveling around. The one other thing to mention is that, unfortunately, Viacus does not have street signs. And so using GPS, even though it's it's not 100% on island, is really your best, best bet. And there are a few of us who are definitely working on the street sign situation. So <laughs> hopefully we can get that resolved as well. For sure. Now, um, like we talked about,
0: as far as like flying there, one of the great things about Puerto Rico is that you know, there are so many wonderful Caribbean islands, but a lot of them are international. and uh, you know, a lot of Americans don't have passports and those types of things. But because of uh, the affiliation with the United States, you can actually just fly there without a, a passport, you know, which is fantastic,
1: yes, yes. I think it's one of the best things about it is it just takes away a lot of the rigmarole of any kind of international travel.
0: Absolutely. We're recording this in the fall, almost winter time of 2022. You know, recently there's been some some hurricanes that have come through and I know that Puerto Rico ha- had problems with like power for a little bit and everything else. How has that affected Vieques and are there certain times of year that maybe you wanted to visit that are going to avoid some of those bad weather times?
1: Well, so one thing to think about is there is a hurricane season right in that October timeframe. And if you want everything to go super smoothly and you know, and you need everything to be perfect, I would avoid October. However, what I'd say is that if you don't mind taking a tiny chance on maybe where you end up in Puerto Rico, you can get some of the really significant deals on places to stay. And what I'd say also is just a little bit of an investment in maybe triple A travel insurance can make sure that even if your trip is impacted by a hurricane that you have, you know, that you have a availability of coming to an island when, you know, we're really not experiencing a ton of people on island. It's a little bit more laid back. There are still a lot of services. Some restaurants close, but not all of them. So not that Vieques isn't super private anyways, you know, generally when you go to the beaches, there's one or two other people, but when you go during hurricane season, there is no one. It is really your own island, and it's pretty amazing that way.
0: No, that's awesome. Now, obviously, when it is less populated and less impacted with other tourists and everything like that, it's good and bad, right? There's, the good part is that you have the beach all to yourself. Yes. The bad part is you know, you're kind of in a, in a stranger area. You're not an area that you're really familiar with. And you know, if it's just you on the beach, how safe is it versus obviously criminals are pretty much everywhere around the, around the world. But how safe is it either they're kind of on the, alone on the beach or as you're around through town and everything?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that there's danger everywhere. However, I will tell you that do I worry as much about being alone in Vieques as I do in Milwaukee? Absolutely not. I take a lot more precautions when I'm jogging around Milwaukee than I would traveling around Vieques. My daughter and I have trekked that entire island all by our lonesomes and hiked up and down hills. And you know what? We've taken rides from folks and met so many good people. And I can't say enough about how they take care of each other on a place like that. I think that there is always danger of something happening. But, you know, if I'm going to hedge my bets, I wouldn't hedge them against Vieques necessarily. I do get a little bit more safe in terms of choosing my neighborhoods when I get to something like San Juan, just because there are a few neighborhoods to avoid there. Okay. Now
0: you mentioned obviously October is a little bit you know less busy and things like that. If somebody's planning their trip, you know, like I have kids, and a lot of times we have to do our trips in December or spring break or the or the summer. What time of year should you plan your visit? And are there any other types of like festivals or annual events that happen?
1: Absolutely. So I think I'm going to take a little bit of a mulligan here and just say it depends, right? It depends on what you're looking for from a vacation, because right about now, you know, all the way through middle of January, it is Christmas time in Puerto Rico. And can I say Viecas does it up? Puerto Rico does it up. They actually advertise having the world's longest Christmas and they are not joking. You know, they go all the way out to the middle of January celebrating and just really, you know, enjoying the season and making the festivities. And you'll see classic bugs like the car, VW bugs, you know, traveling down the street with Christmas lights, or you'll see the horses, you know, parades down the street with Christmas lights. They just really, really enjoy their holiday. So it's a great time to visit now. In the summertime, there's Patronales, which is a different weekend in every single place in Puerto Rico. You can look them up online as to when those are for each place that you visit. And that's another great holiday and, you know, lots of carnivals and things like that. If you want something that's more laid back and just beautiful weather and time for the beach and kind of a, a slower time frame where you don't have to fight for the beach, think summer, you know, the June, July type time frames. If you want to go when it's a little bit hopping, you know, think December, January. And it's a nice time to capitalize on that school vacation. And it's a great time to capitalize on probably a little less expensive flights, but you might pay a little bit more for your Airbnbs around those times.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think a lot of times we think of like summer as like the busy time because kids are out of school and things like that. But I think because of its location closer to the equator having that uh, that tropical weather and everything like that that that's actually a slower season for you know the Caribbean type of islands like uh, Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah. You know, still a lot of visitors but definitely the slower season. And in terms of anyone who might be worried about it being too hot, it's pretty temperate all year round. It doesn't get to the point where you know, it's really uncomfortably hot. And I would say though, that you probably want to think about getting a place with some AC.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of places, you know, a lot of times I like to stay at some of the brand name hotels. That way I can use my miles and points when I travel. Like we talked about travel hacking earlier. Where should we stay when we're there? I know obviously you have your property and we'll talk about that a little bit later on as well, but are there major brands there or is it just primarily like mom and pop type of places?
1: Yeah, on Viacus, there's not really a major brand at all. There are some bigger hotels, things like El Block, which is in Esperanza, and it's a little bit of a more upscale hotel. Or there's a lot of different guest houses. There's a lot of different Airbnbs. You you can get one on the ocean. You can get one off the ocean. Lots of different options there. And what I'll say is, there is every realm of Airbnb that you can imagine. You know, there are million dollar properties up on the hills where you can see everything and it's, you know, got its own pool and it's three, four hundred dollars a night or up to eight, nine hundred dollars a night. Or there's there's places like ours that are not necessarily on the beach, but everything is one mile from the beach, any beach that you can imagine. So we are more in a, a neighborhood. And have a big, huge yard and just a real nice tropical vibe with a lofted bedroom and just a romantic little place.
0: Well, fantastic. Well, speaking of the beach, I know that you mentioned earlier that there's literally over 100 different beaches there on Vieques. So what are a, a few of like, your recommendations for, for beaches? And also, what are some of the other types of things we should do when we're there visiting?
1: Absolutely. So the beaches are super varied and it really depends on what you're looking to do. There are beaches like the beaches in Fish and Wildlife where there's 20 different beaches all grouped right together. And if you don't like one or if there's people at one, you know, you can go a quarter mile down the street and there's another beach and the water is crystal clear blue and You can take a little bit of bread with you and feed the fish and it's just amazing, you know, snorkeling opportunities, amazing soft sand that you're coming into the beach on and just a really beautiful place. Plus an opportunity to walk on a pretty long sandbar. So nice protected area, you know, for the kids to play and things like that. There are, you know, just beautiful beaches that you can't even swim at, like at the very end of fish and wildlife. There's beautiful black sand beaches on the other side, Playa Negra. There is the sea glass beach where you can go and collect your sea glass. And it's a little bit rougher, but really, really great for snorkeling and for really seeing some of the sea life. There's, you know, right off of Mosquito Pier, there's a, so many different choices. Uh, Bastiamento Beach is a really fun one for the kids, just because there's a a little bit of a a slow build of how deep it gets. Yeah. So it really, really depends on what you're looking for.
0: Sure. Sure. Now, uh, beyond, uh, obviously the beach was f- fantastic and everything, but like I'm fair skin and I got a bald head, you know, so I, I try to stay out <laughs> of the sun as much as possible. What are some of the other things we should be looking at doing? Obviously we talked about the bio bay.
1: So let's talk about the bio bay first, if you don't mind. It's, really phenomenal and for those of you who don't know what a bio bay is it's phosphorescence that exists in some of the plankton and what happens is that it makes the bay actually glow so anytime there's movement that really rolls up the flagellates then they they set off a bioluminescent glow and so when we do any kind of bio bay you really want to think about hey does my tour guide have a glass bottom kayak and if that glass bottom kayak is there making sure that you're looking down because it really looks like an episode of Star Trek where potentially you see it go into warp speed and you see all the stars sliding by you. You want to make sure that you always go on a new moon when you do something like that, just because of the fact that that's going to give you the best view of what's going on. And you can actually see the water coming down your arms and glowing on your arms, glowing on your oars. You can see the fish sneaking underneath your boat in They look a little bit like lightning coming through. It's a really incredible, incredible thing. And beyond that, it's usually so dark at the time that you can see the stars just really incredibly as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I actually, for my 40th birthday, we went to San Juan and I went and did the bio bay in in Fajardo and I made the mistake of when planning our trip, we were there for a full moon and (laughs) they literally put a tarp over us because otherwise really couldn't see the colors and everything. And so that was not the ideal experience. So the next time I come out there, especially the Vieques, I want to make sure I'm, I'm taking a look at the lunar calendar as well to make sure I can plan my trip accordingly.
1: Absolutely. We post those up on our Facebook page and on our website just to make sure that people really think about that as they're planning their BioBay adventure.
0: Right on. So uh, then we talked about like horses as well, and, and you that a lot of them were wild and everything, but... Uh, I know my daughter would love to go on a horseback ride. Is, you know, is that like a, a big thing there as well?
1: Absolutely. We have three big horseback riding tour guides. that work out of the island. Shout out to some of them. They're really great. Cologne riding is one of the better ones. And what I'd say is that those rides are really fun because you get to actually get into the ocean. There's no restrictions on where the horses go. So you get to see some different beaches as you go. Really great and romantic if you want it to be romantic, really fun if you want it to be fun. And so that's a a really phenomenal thing, too. And I think we talked about it earlier, but they're Pasafino horses, so incredibly comfortable ride and probably a once in a lifetime experience with that. And then the other thing to think about is that we have some of the best snorkeling that you can ever imagine and we work with a snorkeling company called Crystal Clear Vieques. They actually support the local ecosystem by actually treating the brain coral with antibiotics to make sure that we have brain coral for years and years to come and to make sure that it's a really sustainable snorkeling adventure. Plus we have four different types of endangered turtles that, you know, that come to Vieques to breed and get hatched and whatnot. So lots of things to see, including nurse sharks and don't be afraid though they don't hurt you <laughs> and, and all kinds of fish. And um, certainly our turtles, just an amazing experience.
0: That sounds so cool. Now, and I really appreciate them doing that because, you know, obviously I have young kids, like I said, and I want the things that we see as, you know, middle-aged people, quote it, you know, that I want them to be around when they get older too, you know, and when they have children. So that, that's really fantastic. Now, speaking of, of that and preserving culture and everything, you know, I, I know that there are some tours to be able to kind of understand the locals that were there as well, correct?
1: Absolutely. There's a local Tayano culture and there's actually even a, a stone hedge, you know, think incredibly large rocks that no one can really tell you how they actually got there or what their origins are, but our caretaker Odie actually does a really phenomenal tour of the local Taiana culture. She talks about the traditional roundhouses, you know, and we we have a roundhouse, so we we feel that love a little bit. And talks about the Stonehenge and talks about how that culture has been impacted, and just talks about the history of the island as well. Then there's also a, a fort up on the hill that they do tours and, and history for that as well, which is pretty impressive.
0: No, that's really cool. Now. Another part of the culture, obviously, is is the food experience there, you know, kind of enjoying some local flavors and everything. What are some of the, the restaurants that you recommend us visiting while we're there?
1: There are so many. There's Billy. They have uh, really amazing sandwiches. There's Cookie Fire. They have their own brand of hot sauce. Now, any restaurant that has their own ha- brand of hot sauce is one that I'm totally in for but they have the best rock lobster that you've had in your entire life. And that's actually a lobster that comes straight out of Vieques. So you can't get any fresher than that. There's Gonzo's Garden. They have amazing poke bowls. They generally have some live music and they're right in the center of Isabel. There's only two towns on on Vieques. One is Isabel and one is Esperanza. And so they're right in the, the middle of that if you go for breakfast, you absolutely have to go to the Rising Roost. If you want good sushi or potentially really good barbecue, the Tin Box has amazing, amazing food. And, you know, let's not skip the drinks. You have to go to Lazy Jack's for a painkiller, specifically a Lazy Jack's painkiller. I feel like it's an absolute requirement when you're in Esperanza.
0: No, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you, you take too many of those painkillers, you're going to wish you had a painkiller in the morning. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, you know what they call that. That's just an excuse to go out and drink again in the morning. If you keep that buzz going the whole time, you don't have to worry about it.
0: That's true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> well, Kelly, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips. I was so close to Vieques uh, when I went there to, to visit San Juan, and now I got to go all the way and, and can't stop at the five-yard line. I got to go all the way there and score in, in Viecas to go experience this for myself. But now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited Viecas, where should they go and what should they eat?
1: You should go to the top of the hill, and you should go to Manny's Sushi, both for the view and the sushi. It's incredible. The freshest sushi, just incredibly good. Oh, can't say enough about it.
0: Do you have a favorite role there?
1: Uh, whatever I can get first (laughs) with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to quibble. You're like, whatever you can make, whatever sounds amazing, just hand it over.
1: It's one of those situations where I haven't had a bad one yet. And so I just, uh, don't know. I don't know.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. Now, You know, like you said you've had some uh, really creative experiences, you know, starting off with your first uh, discovering Vieques. And I I know you've been back numerous times since then. Uh, What's one of your most memorable uh, experiences when you visited?
1: I think one of the most memorable experiences when we visited was actually when we saw a whale when we were taking the ferry to Vieques one time. That was probably one of the, the greatest things that we've done. I would say that the other memorable experiences have been the flights to and from because they are incredibly fun and they're an experience all on their own in these little single engine planes, but the whale was hard to top.
0: No, that's really cool. Yeah, because I mean, you can pretty much take a plane anywhere, but I know in all my years of traveling, I've I've yet to be able to see a whale up close and personal. So that's really (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Now, speaking of good times and good memories, where's
1: the happiest happy hour in Vieques? I'm going to say it's St. Voodoo's Mar Azul. And I think it's the happiest happy because they have a great, great area where you can sit outside and watch the sunset over the ocean while you're drinking your drinks. Pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with that for sure. Now, uh, one of the things I always like to do whenever I travel is is check out the local pizza. Uh, Where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in in Vieques?
1: So I have to stop you there because it's not the pepperoni pizza that you should be trying. You should be trying the oracua pizza. And it sounds crazy because it has plantains on it, but Mama Mia's, and I'm going to tell you that if you don't have it with one of their drink specials, you are missing out entirely. And you need to make sure that you do it out on the patio so that you can see the horses coming by as people ride them through town. It's an experience and it's incredibly delicious. And By God, don't get the small one, get the large one. I don't care if it's one of you or three of you, get the large one because it is insane for breakfast the next morning.
0: Oh, no, that's perfect. Yeah, generally, even with the large pizza, between my family, there's nothing left. (laughs) I will say that. (laughs) Well, right on. Well, I know that you, between traveling there to Viecas and then also to your other properties, you travel a lot. Now, what would you say is your best travel tip as you're traveling around?
1: I think the best travel tip that I can tell you is that, honestly, uh, when we started getting into travel hacking, so really looking at utilizing credit card points and really smartly opening credit cards to pay for our travel, it just took so much of the pain out of travel. And it's really made us be able to to do it more often. And we don't use it to scale up our vacations. We use it to have more vacations. So I think that that's That's one of the biggest things is it's taken a lot of the angst out of travel. And again, like our company's tagline is plan less, live more. So having an opportunity to really make sure that we can do more of memory making and just less of the worry associated with it. That's what I would say.
0: No, absolutely. I I love that because I know that's one of the things I always recommend people do is by using miles and points effectively and strategically, you can travel more often and create those memories with your, with your kids because you know, they grew up so fast. And uh, you know, next thing you know, you blink and you try to book this awesome vacation. They're like, nah, mom, nah, dad, I'm good. I'd rather hang out with my friends and go to the mall instead of like, you know, you're going to a safari in Africa or something like that, right? And so you got to capture that as, well, as much as you can while the kids are, are still young enough to be able to travel with you and, and think you're still pretty cool
1: that's one of the reasons why we we kind of buck the system we don't have a tv in our place we have great wi-fi so if you really really need to see that episode of the bachelor you can log in and do it but we don't have a tv because nobody's made memories with their family over a rerun you know that's just never happened but i can tell you that You know, I still laugh with some friends about the time that the goat busted into the house, you know, from (laughs) our neighbor, like that was a memorable experience. And laughing over our one-eyed rooster, Willie, you know, or talking to our our green iguana out on the deck while we're sipping some rum drinks, like those are memories. And, you know, I can't say that I have the same watching TV.
0: Absolutely, and just make sure if you drink too many of those drinks, once Bob (laughs) starts talking back, you know it's time to stop.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple conversations with him, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're well, right on. Well, Kelly, I've had such a great time learning all about because I really appreciate you coming on the show. Can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Absolutely. My name is Kelly Cronin. I by day do veterinary medicine and uh, help run 15 veterinary clinics in Baltimore area and by night I run a uh, vacation rental company called Cronin's Castles. You can check us out at wwwcroninscastles.com or online at Cronin's Castles on IG and Facebook or uh, you can check out our individual places, one of which is via Sea House or we have one in Kasilof, Alaska called In a nutshell, Alaska. Yeah. We'd love to host you sometime. We focus on vacation rentals that come with experiences that you'll never forget.
0: Yeah. That sounds so amazing. We'll definitely include links to all those in the show notes. Uh, if somebody has a question specifically about Vicas or about your properties, what's the best way to reach you on social media?
1: You know, I, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I, uh, if you type in Kelly Lynn Cronin and you ignore all of the mystery writers and photographers who are cooler than me, you will find <laughs> me and uh, go ahead and message me. I love talking about our places. I love talking about short-term rentals. Love talking about the love talking about Alaska. You name it. I, I am not shy.
0: Well, fantastic. Well, again, we appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there.
1: Sounds amazing. Thank you.
0: What an awesome conversation with Kelly. I visited Puerto Rico on my 40th birthday and did a bio bay tour, but it's too bright with the full moon. I need to go back to experience the bioluminescence bay of Viecas and explore everything else the island has to offer. You can find all the links we talked about today and our one page guide to Kelly's tips at wetravelthere.com forward slash vieques We want to say thank you to AwardWall for being today's affiliate partner. It's my favorite way to track airline miles, hotel points, and other loyalty programs. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash award wallet to start your free account today. Join us next time as we visit Monterey, Mexico, to speak with my new friend Esteban Gutierrez, a Formula Formula One driver and the owner of Radasi.com. In this episode, Esteban and I talk about rock climbing at Puerto Chico, seeing the caves at Grutas de Garcia, and taking a walk along Paseo Santa Lucia. you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations.